Welcome to the Yours is the Story podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Julia. And I'm Jill. This is a storytelling podcast that entertains, encourages, and points you to Jesus. Welcome back to the podcast. This episode is part two of our conversation with Rachel Maholsky, sharing stories about how God met her in big and small ways, and both just really fun, lighthearted stories. I hope you enjoy. Well, first of all, I have three boys, and Oliver is my oldest, and he is turning 10 here soon. And all three of them are incredible. Like, truly, I could mm-hmm. go on and on about every every single one of them. Mm-hmm. And Oliver is just, since he was just, I think he was like, I remember pushing him in the stroller at one years old and looking him in his eyes. And I just had this like deep respect mm-hmm. for him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God's hand is on your life. And in the last several years, especially, I've just watched him lean in to Jesus in the most profound way and hear the voice of God. Mm -hmm. And um, he's a boy of great faith. He's a boy who is prophetic. Mm -hmm. He's a boy who loves to worship. And I love that he truly is so confident in the person that God has created him to be. And so we were, so last summer we had sold our house and we had been there for 15 years and it was a super, super vulnerable situation, but we felt like God was like, sell your house and sell it now. And in under two weeks, we had that, we were completely moved out. The house was on the market. We had the most amazing realtor that just helped us Mm -hmm. get it ready. And, um, and then we sold, we sold it, which is, amazing it took a little bit of time and that was a step of faith and it sold and then we were able to be in a position where we were able to live on this beautiful property in the middle and just watching god's provision through um obedience has been just amazing and anyways we um but we need to find a place to live (laughs) like this isn't a permanent place to be and so we have been kind of looking and we have our budget and it just was feeling like, um, so we moved out of the city and we went over to an area, which is Woodenville, which is a kind of like 20 minutes outside of the city. And, um, but it was kind of where we were at was kind of as far as I felt like mm-hmm. I wanted to be. And everything that was being sent our way was either deeper or not what we wanted. And it just, I felt really, really stuck in, I'm like, Lord, I trust you. And it was kind of going back to those moments of like, God, I need to pray. And (laughs) and I was having a day and I had talked to this um, realtor on the phone briefly a couple, like a day before. And um, she was like, well, I have a few houses coming on the market, but all of them were not in the location we wanted or way over our price point. And we kind of wanted a fixer or something that we could do a house project on. And we wanted it to be in the neighborhood that we're living right now. And it just felt like there was nothing. And so I'm driving and I'm feeling blue and I'm feeling frustrated and I'm feeling depleted. And I'm like, God, I don't, I I was bummed. I'll just put it that way. (laughs) I was having one of those days. And um, I had a faith message in the car and I'm like, Come on, Rachel, suck it up, like get some faith. And with me, and I was driving out to one of the houses this lady had sent me, and it was like not what we had in mind. It was just not in the location we were hoping for. And I just was kind of like, oh, frustrated. 
And I was like, Oliver, we need to pray. <laughs> and Oliver just grabs my hand and he's like, by the end of midwinter break, we will have our house and we will know where it's going to be. And midwinter break was starting the next day. <laughs> and I seem to be like, buddy, we've been looking for like a year and a half. I highly doubt that. But I felt like the Lord just whispered in my ear, like, as his faith, so be it unto him. And so I just let it, let it go. <laughs> and so I, um, I went home that night and I would like to say that I was full of faith and so excited and just like, yes, God's going to answer Oliver's prayer. But I was actually the opposite. I was in a bad mood. I was frustrated with God. I was frustrated with everyone and everybody could tell. <laughs> and so I just was like, and I knew it, you know, when you know that you're in a bad mood mm -hmm. and you're yeah. you kind of need to cut it out, you really do need to cut it out. But I was like having a hard time cutting it out. And, um, that night I got into bed and, um, Jason grabbed my hand and he's like, let's pray. And I was like, still in a really bad mood. And he's like, let's pray. And I was like, I don't want to pray. <laughs> and he grabbed my hand hard and he's like we're praying and he began to pray and i just was like gr literally gritting my teeth like i don't want to pray and i don't want to pray <laughs> and, and um we began to pray and we began to worship and i began to let worship out of my heart and all of a sudden tears were flowing and just sharing my request to god and then before i knew it it shifted it was like i don't even care about a house god like whatever you want like I just want to do what you want. And all of a sudden, like my ego went away, my pride went away. And it was like, God, whatever you want. And I know it doesn't always work out this way, but it was just the sovereign moment of like, no, God, you're God. And I trust you yeah. and you're big. And my life is not my own. Once again, I just went to that surrender. And so the next day, um, I just had the joy of the Lord in me. And it was like, God, whatever you want to do. And um, we were out and about the next evening and I got a phone call from this realtor and she's like, so do you believe in like coincidences? Because somebody just called me and they want, they need to get off of the hill where we live and they want to get off fast. And I just had this feeling in my heart right away. Like, this is it. Wow. And um, I was just like, Lord. And so we, um, the next morning we drove up our whole family drive drive around the corner from where we're living to this property. And I just all of a sudden felt like this blanket of peace over mm -hmm. us. And I saw the look actually on Oliver's eyes because any other property we went to, he'd be like, Nope, not it. <laughs> and I looked at his eyes and he just was like, mom, this is it. And, um, kind of miraculously this property specifically, we were able to get for about half of the price that would have been wow. a year, a year ago in wow. the location. Um, I mean, a year ago, things were going insane, but the way that God orchestrated it, we were able to um, work it out with the lady. She needed to move and she needed to move quickly. And we were helping her and she was helping us. And it was like an easy transaction. We were closed in under two weeks and wow. it really was a miracle. And so, I wow. guess Oliver, as your faith, so be it into you. Wow. <laughs> and um, it's a fun story, but also more than anything, it's like, yeah, let's still believe for miracles. And even in those hardest moments, it's like lean into Jesus, 
sometimes it doesn't happen just like that. Sometimes it does. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. But regardless of how it happens, how God unfolds miracles yeah. are so beautiful. Yeah. Were you nervous about why the woman had to move so fast? Like, did you think it had anything to do with the property or did you like know why? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, yes. I mean, I had a lot of peace, but I will like say this. I had to know it was God because as you walked on the property, the lady was a hoarder. Yeah. And so there was stuff everywhere. And I literally was like, didn't see it. And the realtor was like, do you not see this? And I did see it, but I just like had a sense of like, no, this is it. Um, in the sense that we knew we were going to do a project. So you, you kind of had to be creative, like when you get onto yeah. the property, Jill's been there. So you have to kind of see beyond everything. Um, but we did do a little bit of due diligence to know, like, these things are right. These things are right. And had been looking for so long. So we kind of knew what we were looking for. Mm -hmm. So we felt peace in that. And we also felt peace in that, um, the neighborhood is a really lovely neighborhood that we like felt really safe in. Yeah. So, yeah. um, yes. Okay. And then another story we wanted to hear about, and this is one of my favorite Rachel stories is the story about your earring. And I have probably people that don't even know of you. I'm like, told, <laughs> told this story to I'm like, this is so crazy. And I can't remember who it was, but someone was like, that didn't happen. I'm like, it happened. So will you tell the story? Yes, I will. This is a wild story and it's a fun story. And, um, so I have a pair of earrings that are really special to me. My mom gave them to me on my wedding day and um, they're just little, little stud diamond earrings. And um, they're just, I think more than anything, they've become, not that stuff is stuff. We've had so much, so many things stolen in our life. It's <laughs> slightly ridiculous. Um, and we've kind of come to the place where we're like, it's stuff, <laughs> it's stuff, you know? What I mean? But there was a moment where I was like, these specifically hold a uh, really emotional, mm -hmm. um, significant to me. I'm wearing them right now. And, um, but we were, it was kind of a, crazy day. We were doing a photo shoot for our family for the holidays for Christmas time. And um, I don't know about you, family pictures, like I always tell people the, the day never represents who you are because <laughs> like, just think of like, you're trying to capture the best day of your life, but it's not going to feel like the best day of your life yeah. when you are having a photo shoot. It's just not. You're trying no. to get kids to smile and you're trying to get them to wear outfits they don't want to wear and just try to get a few shots and they will represent the other part of your life, yeah. but not that day. So I'm like running around and I'm like trying to get dressed and um, my mom popped by and she was so kind. She like brought me some other earrings. She's like, these are so pretty. And I was like, oh, cool. So I threw my earrings, my earrings I wear every day off. And I, um, we were doing our photo shoot. And then the next day I remember so clearly I like normally am so careful where I set these, like there's either on my dresser or somewhere specific and I um couldn't find them and I just was like this is so weird and I probably searched everywhere and I was just that feeling of like deep in the pit of your stomach like what did I do and I was kind of like having a hard time with it mm -hmm. and um not like 
not like the world was upside down and it didn't affect my day to day, but I kind of was like, God, I really don't want to lose those. Mm -hmm. I had bought a pair of shoes and then I I exchanged them for a different pair for my birthday. And Jason was like, well, do you think they could have been in the shoe box that you returned your shoes? And I looked at him like, love, no, (laughs) I would never put those in the shoe box ever. (laughs) Just never. I would not do that. Like I know I, I may lose stuff from time to time, but there are certain things that I would never put in a shoe box. But time kind of kept on going on and it was probably like the end of November when that happened. And then the holidays came and still the earrings did not show up. And it was mid January. And I just kind of was like, I just telling Jason, I was like, I can't find the earrings and I'm sad about it. And he closed his eyes in the living room and he's like, they're in that shoe box. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I see them in the shoe box. I asked the Lord where they are they're in that shoe box. And I was like, well, first of all, I returned those shoes. So I don't have the shoe box anymore. Two months ago, two months ago, the holidays have already happened. They've come and gone. Certainly if they were there, somebody bought the shoes and it's like, have a beautiful pair of earrings. And I was just like, I don't know what to do. And I was like, I have, nothing to lose. (laughs) So I get on the phone and it was, we lived really close to this. It's a like outdoor mall. So it's called a university village and they have different cute little shops and the shop was in there. And if I'm really going to be very honest, it's a really beautiful shop, but the people working there kind of always look at me like I'm sideways when I walk (laughs) in and maybe I am, but I am sort of like, can you smile and make me feel like, and I smile and they're lovely people, but I kind of was intimidated slightly to be like this bold. So the lady who runs this shop answered the phone and was like, and I was like, okay, this is the weirdest thing ever that you're going to hear me say, but I bought some shoes a couple months ago and there might be a chance my earrings are in the shoe box. And she was like, looked at me like, um, hmm, let me look up your account. I don't think they'll be here, but I will look up the account. And I was like, thank you so much. (laughs) Types in my phone number and she's like, okay, I see that they were these pairs of shoes. I'm going to go check. She kind of was like, I was like, is she really even looking like, yeah, kind of, you know, you never know. You just never know. Yeah. anyways and so she comes back and she's like oh my goodness (laughs) and she's like they're there they're there this is the weirdest thing that i ever heard or seen and i was like oh my gosh they're there and i was so ecstatic and i was just like um I was like, Jason, you're right. So I literally raced down there. Like, I don't even know what I was wearing. And I like, just like, and um, she's like, this is the coolest story. And I was like, my husband told me they were in the shoebox and I've been missing them for two months. And he asked Jesus. And she was like, looking at me like, yes, great. But um, I'd gone in there a few times after and she's like, the earrings have them. And she was just so excited. And I mean, I was so excited, but I don't know. I do think, I will say this, I do think that Jesus loves to answer prayers. Yeah. And I think, no, 
whether it's a big thing like a house or something like earrings or other really emotional things like I talked about earlier is like God loves to answer our prayers yeah and um my husband Jason has done such a beautiful job of being like let's ask God about the big things yeah. and the small things and he loves to show us things so yeah. we try it out and sometimes you get it right and sometimes you get it wrong yeah but just keep trying yeah right so yeah. that is so crazy <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that happened She's wearing them right now. <laughs> That's so amazing. I really still can't believe that happened, but it's a really fun story. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Yours is a Story podcast. We really want to hear stories from you. You can email us at yoursthestory at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram. We'll see you next time.